Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Deuteronomy 29, the covenant in Moab. These are the words of the covenant which the Lord commanded Moses to make with the sons of Israel in the land of Moab, besides the covenant which he had made with them at Horeb. And Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, You have seen all that the Lord did before your eyes in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and all his servants and all his land, the great trials which your eyes have seen, those great signs and wonders. Yet to this day the Lord has not given you a heart to know, nor eyes to see, nor ears to hear. I have led you forty years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you, and your sandal has not worn out on your foot. You have not eaten bread, nor have you drunk wine or strong drink, in order that you might know that I am the Lord your God. When you reached this place, Sion, the king of Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, came out to meet us for battle, but we defeated them. And we took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of the Manassites. So keep the words of this covenant to do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. You stand today, all of you, before the Lord your God, your chiefs, your tribes, your elders, and your officers, even all the men of Israel, your little ones, your wives, and the alien who is within your camps, from the one who chops your wood to the one who draws your water, that you may enter into the covenant with the Lord your God and into his oath, which the Lord your God is making with you today, in order that he may establish you today as his people and that he may be your God, just as he spoke to you and as he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, not with you alone am I making this covenant and this oath, but both with those who stand here with us today in the presence of the Lord our God and with those who are not with us here today. For you know how we lived in the land of Egypt and how we came through the midst of the nations 
through which you passed. Moreover, you have seen their abominations and their idols of wood, stone, silver, and gold, which they had with them, so that there will not be among you a man or woman or family or tribe whose heart turns away today from the Lord our God to go and serve the gods of those nations, that there will not be among you a root bearing poisonous fruit and wormwood. It shall be when he hears the words of this curse that he will boast, saying, I have peace, though I walk in the stubbornness of my heart in order to destroy the watered land with the dry. The Lord shall never be willing to forgive him, but rather the anger of the Lord and his jealousy will burn against that man. And every curse which is written in this book will rest on him, and the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. Then the Lord will single him out for adversity from all the tribes of Israel, according to all the curses of the covenant, which are written in this book of the law. Now the generation to come, your sons who rise up after you, and the foreigner who comes from a distant land, when they see the plagues of the land and the diseases with which the Lord has afflicted it, will say, all its land is brimstone and salt, a burning waste, unsown and unproductive, and no grass grows in it, like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. All the nations will say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land? Why this great outburst of anger? Then men will say, Because they forsook the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods whom they have not known and whom he had not allotted to them. Therefore, the anger of the Lord burned against that land to bring upon it every curse which is written in this book. And the Lord uprooted them from their land in anger and in fury and in great wrath and cast them into another land as it is this day. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our sons forever, that we may observe all the words of this law. As we're looking at this scripture, first I want to look at this part at the end where it says that all these things are going to happen. The land will be distressed and there'll be diseases and and people will say it's a land of brimstone and salt and waste and it's just unproductive. And then they're like, well, why? Why is that? Because they forsook the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, which he made with them. So we can sit and complain about our circumstances. Uh, we can complain about our circumstances. We can complain about our businesses not being productive. We can complain about all these things. But the question is, are you putting God first? Are you serving other gods? Have you created idols? Are you living with God as your one and only and following his commandments? Or are you um, saying that God is your one, one and only and following your own? That's just something I want just to look at. You know, the thing is earlier he brought up a big, big thing. <laughs> big, big part here. For 40 years, 40 years, they had to walk 
and wander in the wilderness. 40 years because of their lack of faith. But even during those 40 years, their clothes weren't ever worn out. That's a long time. I mean, nowadays, I'm not thinking that the clothes were just made that much better. I mean, sure, better quality. I mean, it's different types of clothes. But now, I mean, we can have clothes that wear out in a couple months. 40 years and their clothes never wore out. And their shoes were never worn out. So God took care of them. Even though it was during a time where they were facing consequences because of their lack of faith, God still was there. He still provided. I mean, how many times did they turn their backs on him? And as soon as they turned back around, they didn't have to go looking for him because he was right there the whole time. So no matter where you are, no matter if you, you seem to be walking in around, wandering in the wilderness, or whether you feel like your, your uh, land is being completely just wasted, no matter where you are, just know that all you have to do is stop, turn around, seek God, and He'll be right there. You will find Him. You will. Now, when do you find him? What we have to do is we have to get the distractions, the the twisted truth, the profane truth. We have to get those things out of the way. Not looking for God to be who we think he is because of circumstances or influences or whatever, but we need to seek God for who he actually is. The truth. The truth in who he is. Because when you do that, you also can discover the truth in who he says you are. Well, Father, I just pray that people who don't know will come to know. And people that do know but still feel like their way is better, they would just have that revelation and knowing that, no, it's your way. Your way is always better. It may not always make sense at the time. But looking back, you have always been right. And then if somebody just, they're almost, they're very close. They're right on the cusp of really knowing truth. Father, I pray such breakthrough for them. I pray that they could just come to know the truth of why you made them to be who they are, who you made them to be, and their purpose and calling within you. And I pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would just go to our website 
at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.